What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. If you can hear in the background, my son is asleep in the room, and there is little baby music, nighttime music playing. So uh, if you hear that, don't mind that. Just the life we're living now. Today's episode is the best, and if you guys don't mind, make sure you're following us on Facebook, Instagram, and subscribe to us on YouTube. It takes a couple seconds to drop a like or a subscribe, but you guys would be surprised how much it really does help us out. So thanks for doing that. Today's episode is brought to you, is powered by All Things UTV. All Things UTV has stepped up this year and they're uh, they're supporting the show even more. So uh, it's good to me whenever I can hear that because uh, that means obviously we're doing something right here for our friends. Obviously, All Things UTV is home of the Razor Aid Tender Springs. That's a, uh, a setup that I used to run on my machine, actually, the UTV. Uh, now I actually run their full suspension kit, their Cloud 9 kit. It's been really, really great uh, in comparison with getting my shocks revalved and tuned and all that. Uh, all things UTV running their Cloud9 kit has been super fantastic for my kidneys, my spine, because it's sprung right. It is a, you get a huge, huge uh, rear upper spring that really gives your suspension a chance to go up and down and a chance to uh, really cycle through the suspension and, and tune it well. It comes with crossover rings, the whole nine yards. It really makes everything uh, work the way it was supposed to, in my opinion, how it should have come from the factory. That's allthingsutv.com, allthingsutv on Facebook and Instagram. Today's episode is also brought to you by the ever-popular RCV Performance. If you've been watching the National Rock Racing Association live stream, you know that the RCV Unlimit- or RCV Performance Unlimited UTV Cup or Bounty Cup, whatever it is, uh, it's been really fun to commentate on. Uh, a lot of those guys run RCV because there's a, there's not really a direct comparison when it comes to axles. Uh, there's a few guys out there that claim to, but there's a reason that all the top guys run that orange boot. Now, they make a pro series, like which is for the desert racers, the hill killers, all that kind of fun stuff. And then if you're like me, they just came out with their trail series axles. Uh, I have not put them in my machine yet, but I'll actually be doing that this month. I've got to tear my machine down, do the whole nine. So uh, I'm going to use some anti-seize, putting those in the diffs to make sure that I can pull them out safely and don't hurt the CVs. Um, but super cool powder coat they're the somewhere in between the pro series and like your standard stock axle they're obviously going to be super strong uh, that's the rcv pretty much you know guarantee but uh it's not going to break the bank like a pro series axle would so excited to try out the trail series setup from rcv performance really excited to have those guys on board they have some crazy warranties if you're a jeep guy especially for the dana 44 axle i think they have a lifetime warranty on that don't quote me i'll, I'll have to go back and do my due diligence but check those guys out at rcvperformance.com rcv performance on facebook instagram tiktok everywhere else they're the best uh, ricky b is on top of the marketing game always next on the list is super grip atv tires i'm going to be racing all of you guys in may at dirty turtle off-road park i'm going to be hosting a little you know come come race me if you can beat my time on the short course i'll give you a sticker and possibly some other swag uh just come hang out with me it'll be on friday evening afternoon i'll be doing some laps on that short course i've been wanting to go up there for a long time so i'll be up there with the national rock racing association the reason i bring it up when i'm talking about super grip though is i'm going to be running excuse me guys i'm sick by the way 
I'm gonna be running my Super Grip ATV amp tires. They're very similar to a Bighorn, but you're gonna get the high quality rubber that comes from Super Grip ATV, a little bit of a different tread pattern. They're come, they come in the 29 inch size with a 14 inch wheel. I'm excited, I've never ran them before. So uh, with a little short course setup, I'm gonna be running those, trying something different. I'm excited, I'm excited to give those tires a try. Uh, and also, Supergrip has some really exciting information about some wheels coming soon. I know that there's been a couple people that have posted about them, but um, I should be getting my hands on a set of Supergrip ATV wheels. And dude, they look clean. They are sick. So I'll be posting some more about that on the social media. Make sure you guys are following us and following Supergrip ATV for the best tires and wheels in the UTV industry. That is SupergripATV.com and SupergripATV on Facebook and Instagram. Next on the list is Diddy's Big Block Race Shop. If you're listening to this, headed to Rush, Kentucky for the U4 race. My buddy Chris, the owner of Diddy's Big Block Race Shop, he'll be out there. Reach out to him. Do some you know, emergency tuning, emergency shock maintenance, things like that. He'll be on site. He'll actually be racing in the U4 race, so he's not going to be able to do anything like mid-race or anything like that. But uh, he is the man. So if you're not uh, already got your system tuned, got it, you know, if you made changes to your tire and wheel package, if you made changes to the chassis, you added more weight, you need to get your shocks revalved every time you make an adjustment like that. Whether you're a trail rider, racer, whatever it is, I highly recommend you guys get with Chris because he is the absolute man when it comes to that stuff. And uh, if you're on the East Coast, if you're from the West Coast and you're coming East for this race, now is the time to go ahead and knock it out, get with him after the race. Uh, it takes you know an afternoon and he'll have you fixed up. I've seen some of the footage he's done with some of those guys. It's amazing what a session with Chris can do. So uh, next on the list is Essentially Off-Road. Super excited because I'm actually going to pick up uh, a product that I, I'm not gonna totally talk about yet, but Essentially Off-Road, they make this really one-off custom set of uh, A-arms and it's got a really unique setup when it comes to the hubs and the um, kind of the whole way the arm attaches to the A-arm. Uh, I'm really excited to show you guys some pictures of those. I'll be picking my setup at the end of this month and have a little bit more to talk about. But in the meantime, Essentially Off-Road has been pumping out some production cages. I know that they've just started working on their four-seat versions, but the two-seat versions are out. They're cheap and they're beautiful works of art. So excited to have that on board. Uh, so essentially off-road, 4x4 on Instagram, and then essentiallyoffroad.com, essentially off-road on Facebook for all your fabrication, UTV, and everything else four-wheel drive needs. Next on the list is Infinite Off-Road, the longest sponsor of this podcast. I need to go pick up my, my uh, magnetic rock lights so that when we're racing, uh, you guys can tell exactly how cool I am with all the underglow. Um, all that kind of cool stuff, infiniteoffroad.com. They offer all listeners of the show 10% off with code word racing on the rocks, or excuse me, code word rocks for all racing on the rocks listeners. R-O-C-K-S at checkout will save you 10%. All right, I'm not going to belabor this entrance. Uh, that is Infinite Offroad. Follow those guys on Facebook and Instagram. Today's show, it's just me talking, so I'm not going to give myself an intro. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Get a drink and gather around. Let's talk drivers. Let's talk rigs. Let's talk skill. You've got the best of the best in the off-road racing world. Have a seat at the table with us and let's talk about racing on the rocks. What is up, everybody? Let's see how long we've been recording here.
We've been live for an undetermined amount of time here. Okay. Uh, well, I'm going to assume that this is working and this is running. Uh, welcome to the show, everybody. Yeah, I'm going to keep my voice kind of a little lower. I've been really sick here recently. Uh, so, uh, you know, between babies, other children, and uh, being extremely under the weather for about a week now, um, I just kind of wanted to do a few different topics here. Uh, the first one I want to do is uh, I miss you all. I'm trying to get back to doing a little bit more episodes. I'm trying to knock some, you know, two birds out with one stone type things uh, when it comes to, you know, race weekends, things like that. Uh, second on the list is, uh, you know, Wes Keen's recovery looks like it's going well. He's definitely not out of the woods yet, but happy to have, uh, you know, positive updates coming from Mr. Wes Keen. So uh, happy to see that. But uh, let's go ahead and jump into a few different topics that I have for us to talk about today. So the first one is going to be, um, let's go ahead and get that over here on the screen. The first one's going to be how has it been traveling with the Southern Rock Racing Series, the Northern Rock Racing, or excuse me, the National Rock Racing Association? Um, how have things been? Um, pretty amazing, you know. I'll say pretty amazing, but I'll also say um, it's been it's been really great. I have really oh okay. I'm just getting the timer here that things have started. I don't know if there was a delay in the system, but hey, everybody, welcome to the show. Uh, today's show is going to be awesome because uh, I'm going to talk at a reasonable volume here. I am going to uh, also just triple check that my mic and all that fun stuff's working. Looks good on my end. I hope this comes out. So uh, thank you guys for hanging out with me while I have taken kind of a pause in episodes and things like that because uh, it's been hard, man, having a baby, having another kid. And also, uh, if you can't tell, my voice sounds a little funny. I, uh, I've been pretty sick for the past about, about you know, since I got home from uh, Bikini Bottoms. And I want to talk about a couple of topics that I just have kind of on my mind, just get an episode out there and, and let you guys know what the future of the show looks like, things like that, and just kind of uh, shooting shooting the bird here. So uh, first thing I want to talk about is, obviously, I've been doing the races with the National Rock Racing Association. And how does it go? What's it like? All that kind of fun stuff. I've kind of gotten, uh, you know, just kind of thrown into the fire pretty quick. And uh, I will say that I'm so appreciative of all of your comments and things like that. So I appreciate you guys. When you guys let me know we're doing a good job, it makes a lot, it means a lot to me. Um, so let's talk about it real quick. Uh, we went to Winrock. We've been to Wildcat. We've been to Bikini Bottom. And uh, this weekend is Rush. Next weekend is Mid-America. And then there's a, there's a, uh, a race in May at Dirty Turtle. And I'll be there for Dirty Turtle and pretty much the rest of the season after that. So uh, I'm not sure if I'll be in Missouri, but we'll see what we can do for that one. But uh, it's been a lot of fun, you guys. It's been fun being there with the racers. It's been fun uh, coming to see fans and stuff like that. It's been a good time uh, just coming to hang out and see everybody. So uh, I'm enjoying it. I'll tell you this. There's a couple like honorable mentions I have to give out to uh, people at the races that makes that make it happen that get zero get zero love almost uh bill uh bill blysdale believe is his full name um this dude is almost in his 60s he's out here in one of his uh american truck night like a really cool old school truck build that he uh he totes around a, a lot of these events and uh he's out there he sets up all the flags does a lot of he sets up the start starting gate which is a pain in the ass 
a gigantic pain in the ass to set up. Uh, Bill has done a lot of work, and, and I really uh, got to give a shout out to him and Josh. I believe his name is du Joshua du Dude. Dude, Josh, sorry. Uh, but uh, those two guys, man, they show up early in the week and they get a lot done. And they they really like as far as physically doing a ton of the work that needs to be done. Those guys are awesome. So I wanted to give a shout out to those guys. Uh, my plan right now, I talked to Clyde recently and uh, we're going to get Clyde on the show. And I would like, you know, I, I've kind of gotten the behind the curtain view of what the race series are, um, how they work and who, you know, who does what and uh, kind of some of the background tea and uh, or the background, you know, kind of, uh, I don't want to say gossip because that's not really what I'm getting at, but some of the details and the inner workings of how things work and who does what and all that kind of fun stuff. So I am excited to give that information out as we start to do a few more episodes. I'm not, you know, no reason to like do an episode just talking about, Hey, this is who does this and this and that, blah, 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 blah. But, uh, I have a couple of interviews lined up here in the next couple of weeks. I think you're going to be really good. Uh, I'm really happy traveling with those guys. It's a lot of fun. Uh, it's a gigantic commitment for the people who don't race who are there. Uh, let's go ahead and crack a cold one, guys. It's going to be nice. Yeah, that's nice. All right. Um, cheers. Salute. So uh, there's a lot of work that goes into it, but there's a lot of people that show up just to help and, you know, volunteers make it all happen. And I know that, uh, all the race organizations depend on volunteers, but guys, it's pretty amazing what, what they're able to do. And uh, I have to give big props to Clyde for the live feed. Uh, I know that, you know, ultra four has the live feed, but there's some stipulations at how they can do it. I know uh, we're going to talk about rush here in just a second, but I know that ultra four will be unable to do the rush live feed, but Clyde, uh, with the National Rock Racing Association, we'll be able to do the live feed. I don't know the the semantics. I know that there's a satellite thing, and I think Ultra 4 depends on internet connection and stuff like that. So uh, we at the National Rock Racing Association are, are really breaking really awesome ground uh, because we're going to a, a bunch of places that don't have the support, don't have any infrastructure. And I know that Hammer King does the same thing like at Johnson Valley and situations like that. Um, I think King of the Hammers is a really inadequate comparison to any of the races that are that are on the east coast because there's so much funding behind it there's so many participants there's so much hype you know essentially the ultra four season it, you know it's the pinnacle of it but it's also the ultra focus uh, i know that i've gotten a really good uh, opportunity to know a few of the or particularly one gentleman who's come from ultra four to help us out the national rock racing association uh there's a lot of money you guys that gets thrown around for sponsors and it doesn't go into anybody's bank account. doesn't go into Dave Cole. doesn't go into Clyde's. It goes into making the show actually happen. And it's incredible. Sometimes, you know, talking to Clyde about numbers and things like that. It's amazing what it costs. I know that I had tossed around the idea of doing like a, an invitation only race thing, uh, not a bounty hill or anything, but like a short course thing. I still might do that. Racers, if you're listening and you'd like an invitation to that, uh, let me know because I, I really, I'm really, really thinking about it. I'm thinking about reaching out to the guys at AOP and doing a little bit of, uh, you know, 
work on their short course or, or requesting that and then and then building out a little short course and doing like a a little one day thing so we'll see about that but uh national rock racing association traveling with those guys has been incredible uh, i have found that i really i really don't want to race that race uh i don't want to do hills or anything like that um yeah I, I don't i don't like racing that kind of stuff but man is it fun to watch it's fun to be a part of it's fun to you know kind of be in the moment and all that kind of fun stuff it's way better when you're there the live feed is really cool i hope you guys are enjoying the live feed but it's pretty special to be there I will say that uh, I find myself, I haven't missed an RC race yet. RC racing, it's really cool. I wish that there was a just RC race in Tennessee. Uh, I know that Bub Meadows has one, but he's like just a little bit away from me. I wish there was one in Middle Tennessee. I may have to start that too, or I may have to do like a, you know, along with my short course race I have in mind, I may do a, an RC thing uh, at one of the local areas here in Middle Tennessee and get everybody together and uh, bring everyone from Alabama, East Tennessee, and Missouri that comes out. I have sponsors that probably put up some big money for it. Maybe like a thousand bucks or something for the winter. We'll have to see. So don't don't miss that. If you're an RC guy, it might be worth traveling for a thousand bucks, you know, uh, and that, that would be sponsor driven thousand dollars. And then whatever, um, you know, whatever drivers show up would get the, uh, they'd be added onto the pots and stuff like that. So anyways, excited about that. RC stuff, have some RC stuff to talk about too, but uh, I want to talk about rush. So uh, the rush anniversary bash is coming up here uh, pretty soon. So here's the, here's the stipulation. I'm going to, I'm going to smack all this behind here. I've never been to rush. Uh, I don't know. I think I saw somewhere that they said they had like 7,000 acres or something, uh, which, you know, it's, that's a, that's a lot of, that's a lot of land, but um, I also have seen the maps. I'll actually pull the maps up here for uh, the rush stuff here. And uh, let me, let me talk about the event first. First off, it's, it's thrown by pro rock ultra four. Uh, it's a dual event and it's the rush off-road anniversary bash. This is obviously next weekend. They're going to have hill killing and survival. I think they kind of just reuse that graphic. All of the survival stuff is handled by ultra four. And all of the hill killings handled by Pro Rock. So I've, I'm, I'm assuming that they're probably going to be racing the race to rich race to riches hill, or they'll be racing uh, the big giant hill that they race um, a couple years back. That's like just enormous. But looking at the sponsor list, you know, personally for me, I know that Ultra Four is bringing a lot of these, but I see names like Bronco, Can Am. Uh, that's pretty cool. So I know that's an Ultra Four bring over, but you know. A little bit of love for the East Coast stuff is is good. I know that, um, you know, I was talking to Clyde and I've talked to a few drivers. I don't know if the National Rock Racing Association is going to have the stock class next year. I think that they will have the, the class. I think they're going to drastically change what is classified as stock. I know that there's like a little bit of beef between, uh, you know, like Paul Wolf, for example, has, you know, basically a super non-stock custom everything engine. The only thing that's stock is, you know, the plastics and, and the chassis that's been reinforced uh, and that qualifies for the stock class. I think that they'll change the requirements in the, in the fittings so that that situation can't happen where you have a 300 something horsepower Can-Am, you know, smoking everybody in the stock class and it makes it not really worth showing up to do just some of the feedback that I think Clyde has gotten. I know even we were all at dinner the other day and Paul actually 
joked about, you know, not being able to run the stock class next year. So I don't think that's any kind of surprise to him or anything like that. But um, all that being said, uh, I'm excited for this event. I think that they, I think it's, I think it's going to be super scuffed. I think this event will be super, super bad uh, when it comes to logistics. I think that the infrastructure, again, I've never been to Rush, but it's really hard for me to imagine an East Coast park where this works out well. Uh, I think the infrastructure of Rush is probably not going to be able to handle all the people. I know that they've set a limit, like 2,500 people, uh, you know, entry at the gate, but they'll always, they're always going to let more in. There's always going to be more than 2,500 people. I talked to Ricky Berry, and he was basically saying that, um, you know, in past years, they tried to do a vendor booth there and they locked the gates and just locked everybody out because the street traffic, all that kind of fun stuff. I, I don't I don't know the semantics of all of that, but uh, I have a feeling that, that park will be shut down pretty soon. I know that Ricky said when he went, he was he was there at like 7 a.m. And uh, he sat in line for like two hours to get in to set up for the vendor booth. So I think this event will, will, will be cool if they can make it all work. If they can make it all work. It'd be amazing. I know the National Rock Racing Association is providing a live feed for Pro Rock and potentially a live feed for Ultra 4 as well. Ultra 4 is not going to have a live feed there. Um, you know, whatever. I was talking to Miles uh, last week, uh, and Clyde and Miles. I was trying to connect the dots so that they could get some live coverage because uh, I would like to see the Ultra 4 race. Uh, this will be an interesting event because, you know, you have the races there, but you also have Rush Off-Road. Their anniversary bash is a big time for guys on the East Coast to come out and ride the Rush Off-Road parks. My understanding is that the Woods course, Ultra Force, only going to be racing Saturday morning. And then they're going to open up the trails uh, Saturday afternoon. Do I think that they can get all of the racing done in Saturday morning? Absolutely not. I think that you're going to have a lot of issues with course clearing. I think that a lot of the trail riding guys that are there for the anniversary bash or the pro rock race, and they're just going to go wander off. Um, I think that they're going to get way in the way of the ultra four course. They've posted the course, basically like what's off limits and what's not off limits. Uh, let me go ahead and look at that again here. Um, apparently there's like a large chunk of the park that's still rideable. Okay. So everything you're looking at on screen here. Everything that is yellowed out is the race course. So you have that small section there, and then you have what's called the three-pole the three pole trail system is still available, which I don't know. I mean, that doesn't look like a ton of trails, but, uh, you know, I'm just, just reading what I see here. It says the entire three-pole system will remain open. It says this map represents less than half of the trail systems available for riding at the park. I don't know. I think they're going to have a lot of issues. I would I would be uh, hard pressed to say that they come back to rush next year, or if they do come back to rush, they're going to have to do it on a different weekend. Just my opinions. You know, I'm not I'm not a superstar at this. As far as who's going to win, I have no idea. I would love to say that it'll be an East Coast guy. I know that the uh, Millers do really well on the East Coast. I know that Big B uh, Motorsports does really well on the East Coast. And I think a lot of these cars that are 90, you know, 90 million feet wide are going to have severe issues. I've seen some of the race course that they're cutting. It's tight, it's woods, it's traditional woods racing. And I think they're going to have a lot of issues uh, with the width there. So I hope everyone brought their 64 inch UTVs as well. You can get by in a 72 inch UTV here, but 64, you'll really be able to sling it around. So there's that. Uh, that's cool. A lot of guys going over to the, um, Pro Rock event from the National Rock Racing Association. It's going to be a huge turnout, you guys. I think you guys really are under, under I think I think 
Ultra Four and Pro Rock really underestimated how many people are going to be at this event. Um, yeah, yeah, it is what it is. I'm excited for all of the Ultra Four stuff that's going to go on this year. Um, I think it's going to be super cool. I think it's going to be uh, a good year for Ultra Four because they're doing a lot of diverse stuff. I think it's going to be a really, a really neat year for the National Rock Racing Association. I know that they are already started doing some like new course clearing at uh, Mid America, like making some new courses. I'm going to be at the finals and all that kind of fun stuff. I'd love to have someone take my machine out there for me. I'm going to talk to one of the racers that's local to me and see if I can't coax them into that. But at Dirty Turtle in May 7th through the 8th, uh, I'll be there with my machine. I'll have it set up for uh, riding around on Dirty Turtle's little short course. So my invitation that I made on the live feed will be the same invitation I'll make here. If you want to come hang out, if you want to come race, uh, I will be doing, if you beat me in a short course race, one V one, or you, we may do like lap times. Cause I'm not trying to like, you know, get out there and race and it's rubbing type thing. We're going to run me off the course or, you know, we have contacts, something like that. I'm out there to have fun. So uh, maybe we'll do lap times or something like that. If you beat my lap time, I'll give you a sticker and uh, I'll give you a shout out on the next episode of the podcast or the live feed, whichever one you want. Uh, I'm going to have fun. It's going to be a lot of fun at dirty turtle. I hope it doesn't rain. But uh, make sure you guys bring your safety gear. It's cool to see that the National Rock Racing Association has taken the fire aid and all the safety stuff uh, to the bigger level. I know that there's been some people like safety still not like up to par. No, it's it's really not up to par. I, I very much agree with you that the safety stuff is not up to par yet. But I think it's a lack of resources and manpower. Uh, there's you know at the National Rock Racing Association there's like 25 volunteers that make the race go on when really there should be about 60 uh that's the issue is we don't we don't have enough people for people to be everywhere so um you know we'll, we'll see how it all kind of pans out we'll see how it all works out but yeah it's, it's definitely going to be an issue uh safety wise until either funding comes or we get more volunteers or we get more educated volunteers that can kind of orient people in different places uh just kind of is what it is. Also, it's up to the drivers. Shout out to Jonathan Shepard. Jonathan Shepard put something up here. I'm going to pause. Uh, if you're watching the YouTube video, this is a, a video from uh, the Racing on the Rocks YouTube page where uh, I was doing some testing on the Axial Rift. We're going to do some discussion about the Rift and all the RC stuff that I've been up to lately, but I really want to show something that um, Skinny Pedal Fab did this morning. He posted. He actually went ahead and put in a fire safety uh, setup here. So this is Jonathan Shepard and Hater Maker. Uh, as you see there, there's a you know fire aid solution, and uh, he's got it wired where it's going to shoot directly at him, uh, which is something pretty interesting. I didn't think about was that you know a lot of the fire solutions they want you to actually spray on yourself. Uh, it's particularly fire aid because it's non toxic stuff like that, but uh, it gives you you know it wets you down to a, a point where uh, you know it's you're you're not going to catch on fire. You have heat resistant. So really cool to see him. Jonathan Shepard's a man. Really enjoyed kind of getting to know all these racers as they, uh, you know, as, as the season's gone on, we have I've kind of gotten to see everybody that I've talked about and talked with and all this kind of cool stuff and gotten to know Clyde better. It's been, it's been really fun. You guys, uh, if you haven't gotten a chance to come out to a race, come out and see me. Uh, I'd love to come hang out with you guys and, and just, you know, meet everybody. I always bring my swag and stuff. So if you want stickers or anything like that, um, come find me, come see me. So I'm hoping to get over this cold. I will not be at mid America in two weeks. 
I'm not going to be at Rush, although they will, there will be a live feed there for that. And then I will be back at Dirty Turtle, and there's a giant break in the summer, and we have Visions and all that kind of fun stuff. I'm not. I'm, I'm thinking I'm probably not going to be at Visions unless uh, unless the travel situation kind of gets worked out. I'm, I'm not not real picky on like making special requests or anything like that. So I'm probably not going to ask too much of, of the rock racing association to get me out there. Uh, there's plenty of other people that are good commentators and can get out there and do an excellent job. And uh, with work and all that fun stuff, I, I can't dedicate a full day to travel um, just to go commentate. Uh, so it's, you know, it kind of is what it is. You know, we're, the deal that we have worked out with the Rock Racing Association is is the best. Uh, all, it's really awesome. And I know that I think that it'll be super fruitful uh, down the road. So glad to have uh, the opportunity to do that. Without you guys' support, I couldn't do that. So uh, thank you guys for y'all's support. The podcast interviews and stuff like that will be coming back super soon. I'm thinking I'll have one next started, uh, you know, next week. So a uh, little bit of downtime, home with the family oh, it makes it so much better. I tell you guys, having having my son has just been the greatest, the greatest thing ever. So I'm stoked to be back, you guys. Can't wait to be back more. Also, I'm going to start doing some more game stuff on the channel. You know, one of the things that I can do while I'm down is, or not while I'm down, but, uh, you know, I can kind of add some content is, is you know, RC stuff and uh, also, I really like streaming the game stuff. I have some really cool things on the game uh, Beam NG that I've been doing. So make sure you guys check out the YouTube channel. It, it's it's all fun. It's just, it's me. You know, if, if you like hearing me talk about stuff, if you like uh, just kind of shooting the wind with me, I do live streams where I play games and they're all off-roading, hill climbs, rock bouncer games, stuff like that. So, uh, you know, it's all on topic. It's all on brand, if you will. So it's cool to see everybody. Uh, it's cool to hang out. Come hang out with me. Come talk to me. Uh, and, you know, let's let's hang out. This is a community, and I love being a part of this community. But uh, the last thing is, on the RC side, I built a you know a little, little custom crane axle for my Rift, which is the Axial Rock Bouncer. I've really been kind of impressed with how the Rock Bouncers have been doing at the in the stock class, uh, as well as in the regular open class. I know that a lot of guys are choosing to run those cut super swampers for their, you know, unlimited cars, which is cool. That just proves they're a great car. The rift is obviously has some axle issues. I don't have one of the updated axles, so I can't tell you how to fix it, but I, I do have a solution. I use some uh, plastic weld on the short end for a new housing. I'll do a video of that here soon to kind of show you guys what I did, put a locker in the front and then, uh, you know, everything else pretty much stock. I lowered it. If you haven't checked out the low center of gravity video, uh, that's a that's a great video. If you have a rift and you just want to make it a little bit more capable, that's a great video to check out. Uh, cut the chassis up a little bit, put some different front shocks on there, and everything I do is super budget oriented. I'm not someone who like wants to go spend you know two grand on these RC cars, so I'll always do everything as budget friendly as possible. Uh, if I want a locker. Uh, in the rear, in the center for my Rift. Probably not going to buy another one of the axial lockers. The fitment was really garbage. Uh, I got one of the you know early ones that was pre-production, and it was terrible. My axles barely went in the locker, and like it's not straight inside the diff housing. It's just not good. So I'll probably just keep my spider gears and JB weld everything up. So, um, yeah, that's where I'm at. And also on my Wraith 1.9, put Capra axles underneath there. Has a goat. I think can climb everything. Uh, it's crazy. Again, I have I have overdrive pinion or overdrive ring and pinion, 
and I have overdrive portal gears in the front and that front end is still super slow, but it's faster than the rear end. That's for sure. But anyways, hope you guys are doing well. Hope you guys are still staying, staying safe. And uh, let me know if you guys have somebody you want to get interviewed. Let me know. I'd love to have them on. So thanks, everybody. Make sure you guys are following us on Apple Podcasts and subscribe to the podcast on YouTube and Facebook, Instagram, all that kind of fun stuff. It helps. And thanks to our sponsors that make everything happen. All right, everybody. I'll see you next time. Today's episode is brought to you, is powered by All Things UTV. All Things UTV has stepped up this year, and they're uh, they're supporting the show even more. So uh, it's good to me whenever I can hear that because uh, that means obviously we're doing something right here for our friends. Obviously, All Things UTV is home of the Razor Aid Tender Springs. That's a, uh, a setup that I used to run on my machine, actually, the UTV. Uh, now I actually run their full suspension kit, their Cloud 9 kit. It's been really, really great uh, in comparison with getting my shocks revalved and tuned and all that. Uh, all things UTV, running their Cloud 9 kit has been super fantastic for my kidneys, my spine, because it's sprung right. It is a, you get a huge, huge uh, rear upper spring that really gives your suspension a chance to go up and down and a chance to uh, really cycle through the suspension and, and tune it well. It comes with crossover rings, the whole nine yards. It really makes everything uh, work the way it was supposed to, in my opinion, how it should have come from the factory. That's allthingsutv.com, allthingsutv on Facebook and Instagram. Today's episode is also brought to you by the ever-popular RCV Performance. If you've been watching the National Rock Racing Association live stream, you know that the RCV Unlimited or RCV Performance Unlimited UTV Cup or Bounty Cup, whatever it is, uh, it's been really fun to commentate on. Uh, a lot of those guys run RCV because there's a there's not really a direct comparison when it comes to axles. Uh, there's a few guys out there that claim to, but there's a reason that all the top guys run that orange boot. Now they make a pro series, like which is for the desert racers, the hill killers, all that kind of fun stuff. And then if you're like me. They just came out with their trail series axles. Uh, I have not put them in my machine yet, but I'll actually be doing that this month. I've got to tear my machine down, do the whole nine. So uh, I'm going to use some anti-seize, putting those in the diffs to make sure that I can pull them out safely and don't hurt the CVs. Um, but super cool powder coat. They're the somewhere in between the pro series and like your standard stock axle. They're obviously going to be super strong. Uh, that's the RCV pretty much, you know, guarantee, but uh, it's not going to break the bank like a pro series axle would. So excited to try out the trail series setup from RCV performance. Really excited to have those guys on board. They have some crazy warranties. If you're a Jeep guy, especially for the Dana 44 axle, I think they have a lifetime warranty on that. Don't quote me. I'll, I'll have to go back and do my due diligence, but check those guys out at rcvperformance.com. RCV Performance on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, everywhere else. They're the best. Uh, Ricky B is on top of the marketing game always. Next on the list is Super Grip ATV Tires. I'm going to be racing all of you guys in May at Dirty Turtle Off-Road Park. I'm going to be hosting a little, you know, come, come race me. If you can beat my time on the short course, I'll give you a sticker and possibly some other swag. Uh, just come hang out with me. It'll be on Friday evening, afternoon. I'll be doing some laps on that short course. I've been wanting to go up there for a long time. So I'll be up there with the National Rock Racing Association. The reason I bring it up when I'm talking about Super Grip, though, is I'm going to be running. Excuse me, guys. I'm sick, by the way. 
I'm gonna be running my Super Grip ATV amp tires. They're very similar to a Bighorn, but you're gonna get the high quality rubber that comes from Super Grip ATV. A little bit of a different tread pattern. They're come, they come in the 29 inch size with a 14 inch wheel. I'm excited, I've never ran them before. So uh, with a little short course setup, I'm gonna be running those, trying something different. I'm excited, I'm excited to give those tires a try. Uh, and also, Supergrip has some really exciting information about some wheels coming soon. I know that there's been a couple people that have posted about them, but um, I should be getting my hands on a set of Supergrip ATV wheels. And dude, they look clean. They are sick. So I'll be posting some more about that on the social media. Make sure you guys are following us and following Supergrip ATV for the best tires and wheels in the UTV industry. That is SupergripATV.com and SupergripATV on Facebook and Instagram. Next on the list is Diddy's Big Block Race Shop. If you're listening to this, headed to Rush, Kentucky for the U4 race. My buddy Chris, the owner of Diddy's Big Block Race Shop, he'll be out there. Reach out to him. Do some you know, emergency tuning, emergency shock maintenance, things like that. He'll be on site. He'll actually be racing in the U4 race, so he's not going to be able to do anything like mid-race or anything like that. But uh, he is the man. So if you're not uh, already got your system tuned, got it, you know, if you made changes to your tire and wheel package, if you made changes to the chassis, you added more weight, you need to get your shocks revalved every time you make an adjustment like that. Whether you're a trail rider, racer, whatever it is, I highly recommend you guys get with Chris because he is the absolute man when it comes to that stuff. And uh, if you're on the East Coast, if you're from the West Coast and you're coming East for this race, now is the time to go ahead and knock it out, get with him after the race. Uh, it takes, you know, an afternoon and he'll have you fixed up. I've seen some of the footage he's done with some of those guys. It's amazing what a session with Chris can do. So uh, next on the list is Essentially Off-Road. Super excited because I'm actually going to pick up uh, a product that I, I'm, I'm not going to totally talk about yet, but Essentially Off-Road, they make this really one-off custom set of uh, A-arms and it's got a really unique setup when it comes to the hubs and the... Um, kind of the whole way the arm attaches to the a-arm uh, i'm really excited to show you guys some pictures of those i'll be picking my setup at the end of this month and have a little bit more to talk about but in the meantime essentially off-road has been pumping out some production cages i know that they just started working on their four seat versions but the two seat versions are out they're cheap and they're beautiful works of art so excited to have that on board uh, so essentially off-road 4x4 on Instagram and then essentially off-road.com essentially off-road on Facebook for all your fabrication UTV and everything else four-wheel drive needs next on the list is infinite off-road the longest sponsor of this podcast I need to go pick up my my uh, magnetic rock lights so that when we're racing uh, you guys can tell exactly how cool I am with all the underglow um, all that kind of cool stuff, infiniteoffroad.com. They offer all listeners of the show 10% off with code word racing on the rocks, or excuse me, code word rocks for all racing on the rocks listeners. R O C K S at checkout will save you 